Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 102. All right, Thursday, June 30th, we're going to be doing a Nerdist Podcast live at NerdMeld in Los Angeles with Tom Lennon and Ben Garant. Yes, our first guest ever, Tom Lennon on the Nerdist Podcast, has come back, finally, a year and change later. Also, make sure to pick up tickets for our Nerdist Podcast live at San Diego Comic-Con. That'll be Saturday, July 23rd at 8 p.m. Details and tickets for that stuff are at Nerdist.com. And if you need new earbuds, make sure and support our podcast by going to tweakedaudio.com slash Nerdist and getting $10 off their awesome quality earbuds and great customer service. Only $19 for you guys. Yes, yes, yes. I love you too. And now, here's the Nerdist Podcast number 102 with my sometime co-worker at G4, Miss Allison Hayslip. Go H-Team! Now entering Nerdist.com. Like he's been sent to time out. <laughs> All right, right now. So we've started the podcast. Allison Hayslip is here. We're in the What's recording up, studio. Hey, Slippy. So Joan uh, Ray's crunched over in the <laughs> yeah. corner, hunched, Does looking it, he miserable. Like he's he's on out. the phone. He looks like he's in a timeout. <laughs> Dealing with some insurance issues. Okay, so what happened? Uh, well, Jonah was, I believe he was parking or leaving a parking spot and dented a bumper. Okay. And uh, he felt guilty about not leaving a note. So he left a note he's sweet. his contact information. Yep. And the woman just texted him and said that she got three estimates uh-huh. and from what we've just overheard on jonah's side of the conversation one of them is fifteen hundred dollars and we don't know what kind of car she had i don't know i, I could build a bumper yeah, for that yeah money. right could you though no okay <laughs> i mean, like, I mean it, it sounds like be, it sounds it like anything good bumper yeah, yeah, but it would certainly do you know how to work with fiberglass maybe wait wait shh, shh. yeah a meeting. Oh, I mean, you can't explain a podcast. You already started. Tell him you're doing a podcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jonah Ray. <laughs> Come here, buddy. 
Sometimes, was... sometimes it's expensive to do the right thing. Uh, yeah, I could have, could have left. But you didn't. You know you what? Didn't. Good for you. I'm telling yeah, you, I, I still think, even though it's fifteen hundred dollars, I still think you're doing the right thing, hundred percent. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Agreed. Good car. Uh, what kind of car did she have? It was this, uh, like a blazer, like a kind of just a forerunner kind of blazer car. Fifteen hundred, really? And it's like it's the corner of the bumper is just pushed in, oh. and then she has this swipe that's on the side of her car. Or her car. So she's, she's probably trying to get that fixed too. That's what I'm thinking. But she's like, t- you know, she wants to. Show me all the paperwork and make it all legit. I would have totally left it. And but like you know, it's, she's <laughs> Matt. Come on. No, I would have. No, Matt. If the car was so severely damaged, on the people have done that to me left and right. You're an awful person. That's well, why. Sometimes you got to do it. That's but we're why. not here to talk about that. We're Sorry. here to talk to Allison Hayslip. Hi, Allison. That's much more amusing than dented cars. <laughs> I know, Allie. <laughs> Listen, after what I've gone through, it's did you just call me Allie? Maybe I did. That was adorable. Um, Only my family calls me Allie. Really? Are we related? This is the Olive Garden. Uh, when you hear your family. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would you like some more uh, never-ending pasta bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Only if it comes with breadsticks. Oh, uh, never-ending burrito bowls. That's a good idea, Chris. That's an awesome idea. No, that is not. Yes. Guys, 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 we opened Mexican Olive Garden, Avocado Garden. Let's fucking do it. Avocado Garden. Avocados are like oranges to Mexican people. They fucking put them on everything. Yes, I'm for that. Who puts oranges on everything? Yeah. Floridians. Floridians. The the Mandarin people. Very good. Mandarin oranges. The the mini ones, though. Yeah, exactly. Little baby oranges. Allison Hayslip, it's nice that I've finally had you on the podcast after all this time. After Twitter accosted you for a year and a half to finally have me on this. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, do that sometimes. So uh, we, you and I have been working on Attack of the Show almost the exact same amount of time. You, you have a yeah. couple months on me. I, we've been working together for almost three and a half years. Three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. just about three and a half years. I don't have friendships that last that long. <laughs> <laughs> but you're one of my favorite people, Allison Yay. Hayslip, and it's always fun to host Attack of the Show with you. Uh, it is. So that doesn't really happen anymore. I know. We have to get both Kevin and Candace sick. Because the problem is... <laughs> Let's just get it. You know what we have to do is just send them to a daycare and just let them bounce around in the in the viral soup that is viral soup. You guys, there we go for doctors. We'll host it. Actually, it sounds what web soup could have been called. Viral soup. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, This week on viral soup, SARS. (laughs) Remember when that was a thing? (laughs) That's hilarious. SARS. (laughs) So, Hayslip. Yeah. you started working on Attack of the Show in around October of 07? October right? of 07 was the first day that they hired me. But I was only freelance for a couple months, so I only right. worked here and there. And yeah. so you were stripping at a bar. Correct. Obviously. <laughs> you worked with me on the show when we had the stripper pole. You know how good I am on it. No, I know you're good on stripper pole, <laughs> but uh, they, you were just bartending. You were just a fun, cool, nerdy gaming chick who was bartending. Who was bartending, yep. Uh, I was acting and, and stuff like that, but like most actors in you LA, were acting like a bartender for money. You were acting like a bartender. Yes, best exactly. Gig you can get. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and someone who worked in development at G Four came in, sat at my bar, had a beer, and I had a uh, Nintendo remote control charm necklace on, and we got to talking about video games, and he was like, "Wait a minute, you're a chick who plays video games." I was like, "Yep." And he was like, you need to be on our show. And I was like, all right, cool. B, I want to touch your boobs. Yeah. See, this is why it's now important. He, he was in my bar because he was celebrating his wife having just gotten pregnant. So, Which is exactly why I he really wanted to. That is yes. exactly the time. <laughs> like, well, this sex life is going to go south quick. <laughs> but uh, this is why it's important to let your nerd flag fly. Exactly. Because your Nintendo Game Controller necklace. Got me my job. Yeah. My career. Well, your bubbly personality. Oh, and- right. And, and my dashing good looks. And your cute looks uh, also <laughs> be, also had some play. Be honest, though. Yeah. Uh, you got more money working at a bar than working at G4, right? <laughs> I 
<laughs> I think if you if you really chart it out hourly, yes, yes, you are correct. Because at least in a bar you can get tips you don't have to report. <laughs> right, no one exactly. tips you at G4. No. There's no tip jar. No, you never just... have to work 14 days straight at a bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but so much fun. I mean, listen, you know, you went from working to a bar to fucking going to Australia and Tokyo and Ninja Warrior yeah. and the town London, of Ninja Warrior. Hawaii. Blowing up cars. I know. I have blown up cars. And objects and shot a lot of guns and drifted cars and swam with sharks and flew a helicopter. But have you ever drifted a shark? I have not. That oh, should be my next one. Oh, Tokyo Shark Drift. Tokyo <laughs> Shark Drift. That's where they drift the shark on its side. You sure it's yeah. not a delicacy? <laughs> might be. Tokyo Shark. It might be. Uh, so you, but I don't know if a lot of people, you have a, your background is theater. Correct. Um, you're a theater geek. Theater. You're a theater geek. I spell geek. theater R-E, not E-R. Oh, theater. 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 To go to the theater. And you, uh, you also, now if you go to Hayslip's apartment, it looks like a 19 year old college boy lives <laughs> there, except for the red piano. Exactly. Uh, in, in the living room. Everything else is just like. Xbox and Connect and fucking there's I've never seen uh, Allison Hayslip's room and I've been in Allison Hayslip's room a couple times yeah, where there's not a pile of clothes on the bed <laughs> and suitcases open everywhere and just shit all over the place. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> when she, you travel you, as much you, as I do, it's just such a pain in the ass to put clothes away. So I, I do travel I as much as you do and them. I do put my clothes away. Oh, well, that's because you're neurotic. So. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you do laundry or do you fluff and fold? Do you fluff and fold? No, I do laundry. Oh. But I, within the last like year, finally broke down and hired a cleaning lady because I really Realized I literally cannot keep my apartment clean because I'm never home. Yeah. And uh, and Wouldn't she has offered. Easier? I know you would think, <laughs> but no, she's offered to do my laundry now when she's over. So I basically just do laundry twice a month, and I just have Marina, my cleaning lady, do it, and it's amazing. It's good. That's what happens lady. when you start making big network money on the and Voice. <laughs> you can hire a cleaning lady. No, I hired her a year ago. I've only been working on the Voice for a couple months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I can devote one week's paycheck per to month cleaning to cleaning lady. Cleaning, yeah. Just to keep my house clean. <laughs> Just uh, have my laundry done. <laughs> my mom's going to be so sad when she listens to this. Why? Because <laughs> she taught me how to like do everything on my own. You know, like she taught me how to do my own laundry and how to do dishes and how to clean the bathroom. And I don't do any yeah, of that. Yeah, whatever. Anymore. You're not like fucking a housewife. Who gives a yeah. shit? You're out there. You know, you're out there making a career. Yeah, exactly. Which is a super fun. I mean, like the voice. I, you know, I will be honest. When I first saw the billboards, I was like, ah, who's going to watch that show? You Everybody. Know? And it turns out everyone is watching that show. 12 million people are watching it's that show. It's insane what a hit that show is. I know. And you're a part of it. I know. It's crazy. I never thought, like, when I got approached about the show, I was like, this is a really cool... I honestly wanted to do the show just because I thought the concept of the show was awesome. I had no idea what the show was going to do. I was like, it's pretty cool that Carson Daly is my coworker and so are Christina Aguilera and Adam Levine and all those guys. Um, and then when the show premiered and it was like so freakingly massive, I was like, oh, holy crap, I'm on like a popular show. You know, I'm used to what being What is on, that like? I know, I'm used to being on G4. <laughs> like, Attack of the Show ratings are like 0.3 or something like that. I broke that. I want a show that gets like a whole number rating. <laughs> I don't know amazing. what that is. exists. They tell us here that that doesn't exist. I know, right? I've never had, well, maybe, maybe Singled Out. You know, Singled Out was a phenomenon, but let's just say I haven't had a taste in quite a while. Oh. Well, the podcast is being turned into a show, right? We're going to get a nerdist TV show. show. Yes, there's a nurse TV show, it's probably not going to get 12 million viewers. We'll, and that's, get, that's we'll not, get like an eight share. That's not. <laughs> I see. I see a one. I see a one point something in your future. <laughs> it's not unlikely that that could happen, but yeah. uh, but but you know, it's. Uh, I mean, y you know, you you just you see it. You probably see a huge difference with uh, you know work. I mean, listen, 
G4 is one of the most fun places I've ever oh, yeah, worked definitely. in my entire life because everyone's kind of young and fun and hungry. And, and everyone's working uh, here because they want to be working yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the environment's great and the camaraderie is huge. But, you know, when you go to work on a hugely, from what I've heard, when you go to work on a hugely <laughs> successful network show, it's just a different, it's just a little bit different of a vibe. Oh, to- well, I, I have this great story. My first day working there... Um, uh, my producer, who I work with directly, his name's Andrew, we were shooting outside for a little while. And after a couple hours, he was like, do you need anything? Are you okay? And I was like, I want ice cream. And he was like, really? And I was like, no, I'm kidding. I always want ice cream. Like, if you ask me what I want at any time of the day, I'm going to say ice cream. And he was like, oh, okay. Two minutes later, Klondike bar arrives for me. I was like, where do you guys keep a stash of Klondike bars and how do I find it? More importantly, so- what would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh, exactly. That sounds to me like a passive-aggressive diva move. Right. Uh, I really, I I really want some That's food how it starts. Right. Yeah, That's exactly. how it starts and then cut to week four. Yeah. Where's my fucking Klondike bar? <laughs> right. they actually- Delivered to me by a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> they actually bought me an entire box of my own zone bars as well because uh, I said I always like having protein bars. What would I do for a Klondike bar? I wouldn't fucking fire all of you. <laughs> For a goddamn Klondike bar. That's season two for me. Season I think two. I have to make it through season one. First. You have to plan your you have to plan your meltdowns by season. Like okay, I can exactly. have two meltdowns next season. They yes. should start figuring that into the contract. <laughs> okay, we'll guarantee tw- twenty episodes and two meltdowns. Yes, I'm agreed. So how is everyone on the show? Is everyone super cool? Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, Carson, Carson was really the one who kind of made it all come together for me because I saw him the first day we were there. And he walked up to me in the hallway and he was like, Allison, I love your work on G4. I'm really excited to have you be a part of this show. Like, we think your role is really important to the success of this show. And I was like, that's awesome. And once the coaches saw that Carson kind of took me under his wing, they were like, oh, okay, this chick's obviously cool. We can talk with her. We can hang with her. Do you, you mean know? Johnny Carson? Yes, Johnny Carson. No, well, I mean Carson Daly. Uh, this is great that you're on the program. That was pretty good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good one. <laughs> um, but, you know, Carson Daly is a sweet, sweet... I mean, I, I think I told you, like, when I... The, our last season of Single Out, he was working at a radio station. Right. And I remember doing an interview with him. He was working at... His, I think it was Live 105 in San Francisco. And then he... Uh, Came back down here and they tried him out as a VJ, and then literally within like a year, he was Carson Daly. Like he and popped we grew up so fast. Him. Yeah, well, I didn't, but you did. Oh yeah, because uh, <laughs> I have a baby. You're a toddler. But uh, yeah, he's a he is a sweetheart and just such a such a great such a great guy. Yeah, and he he is actually one of the reasons that the coaches were excited to work on the show because they all see Carson as like the, the guy who really got their music going like Carson Daly was the first person to ever put Maroon 5 on the radio and he was the first person to ever really talk to Christina Aguilera on TRL so these coaches are really excited they think so that- we have him to blame exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> they think he has like a legitimacy to the show and that's why they're excited about it you know he's actually a music dude well and you know let, so wait tell me exactly what so you 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 do stuff backstage with the contestants on the show, and then yes. you're also spearheading all of their social media. Correct. Yeah, I'm I'm a social media correspondent, or as they call me on the show, the V correspondent. And you can't see me, but I'm flashing a V sign. That's what I do every time. I, I say like it. to refer to ladies as V correspondents. Yes, yeah. V correspondent. Well, I've I've tried to trend on Twitter, flash your V, and get people to send me pictures of them throwing the peace sign, which is the V sign. And everyone's like, "How many people send you dirty pictures?" No one. No one has sent me a dirty picture until I'm, now. I'm, until no now, yes. Now I've screwed up. Please send Allison Hayslip pictures of your vagina. Of your V. Yeah. Uh, other people are like, "Why can't we flash our peas?" And I'm like, "Cause the show is called The Voice. There's no P in it." 
Hello. I think someone should Photoshop a vagina with like Adam Levine's head and Christina Aguilera's head and all these people coming out of it. That sounds really disturbing. Yeah. That's the billboard for season two. You think? No. And, then it, and then it's me and Carson off to the side, just giving like just a giving, thumbs up. Just gi- giving yeah. the old thumbs That's up. The costume CeeLo wears to the next Grammy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's birthing out of vagina. That sounds like something Lady Gaga would do. It is. I think totally she's already done that. She, I think she did do that already. Yeah. yeah. I think she, she's birthed. She's birthed something out of there. Yeah. So I, I it must be because you have a you have a ton of followers on Twitter uh, as well. And, yeah. Um, and so they <laughs> there must have been confusion. When you started tweeting a lot about the show, people were like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, a lot of people. I got I got some bad feedback from some of my followers. People who were like, are you just a huge fan of the show? Why the fuck are you talking about this show so much? You know, people didn't understand what I was doing. And especially, uh, you know, at the beginning of when The Voice was airing, all I was doing on the show was the, the little promos. But when the show is live, I actually have the V room and I'm actually a part of the show and it's interactive. And if you're watching the show at home, you can actually tweet me while the show is live and I can respond to your question live on air which is, uh, I believe, the first truly interactive television show using Twitter out there. I'm not quite sure, but... I think the Honeymooners did it. In obviously, the, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, they, they really pioneered a lot of that yeah. stuff. Well, originally, oh, well, that was actually also, just besides part Attack of the, the Show, obviously, we have our Twitter wall and we do At that. Norton! Yeah. <laughs> it was a part, it was a sketch on the Jackie Gleason show first, and then they carried it over to the Honeymooners, <laughs> the Twitter part. I like it. But yeah, my, my Twitter followers were, like, the hardcore G4 fans were like, Stop talking about this show. A lot of people were like, it's going to get canceled by May. Like, what are you doing talking about this show? It sucks. And I kind of want to be like, what? that doesn't sound like the internet. I know. Too. Did anyone cry a uh, sellout? Because, I mean, I'd imagine like a lot of the G4 kids kind of hold. Yeah. I mean, dear. A, a few people did. I got a little bit of it, but I, I made it very clear, you know, when I was announced on the show and, and in my intro video uh, that I have on the voice website that I'm doing this show because I come from a huge music background and yeah. that. It's, music is something that's very important to me, just as much as all the nerd geek stuff. And it's uh, a network show. Well, and it's a network <laughs> no, show. Yeah, but totally, look, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, be, I wouldn't be doing the show if it was like The Bachelor or something like that. You know, I don't care about that kind of crap. Yeah, at if all. they waved enough cash uh, out, you might have cared. Okay, maybe yeah. if I was if getting like, like Seacrest money, but you wouldn't even have honest. to get Seacrest money. You know what? You, you like entry level on a show like that, you could make thirty grand a week hosting a show like that. Entry level. I, mean, I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hosting a show, hosting a show like The Bachelor. Yeah. You, if you were. If if you had no experience whatsoever and they just hired you, you could make twenty five thirty grand a week hosting right. The Bachelor. So I bet, I bet Brian Dunkelman still makes money off of that first <laughs> season of American Idol. Uh, maybe. Mm, well, I don't know. Brian, <laughs> weird story. Brian Dunkelman. I actually know him. He's married to a girl I went to college with. Really? Yeah. He's a sweet guy too. Yeah, wow. he's fantastic. A lot of nice people in this business. Yeah. I brought him up once at a show uh, as Brian slammed Dunkelman, and uh, he <laughs> did not want to talk to me afterwards. Aww. I think that's awesome. I was like Brian slam Dunkelman. I don't that's mind amazing. that. You know yeah. what happened when I went up the other night? I went up uh, Matt Myra's open mic the other night, just testing out new jokes, sure. taking the road. Yeah. I heard. I heard. Oh, you weren't there though. I was no, I was in uh, Temecula. Ooh, oh, T-Mac. Yeah, yeah, I was in T-Mac. T-Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? It's a nickname for Temecula, you like can... Allie for Allison. I know, but T-Mac yeah. doesn't sound cool. It doesn't. No. Oh, I've always let's go to T-Mac. T-Mac. That sounds like you're disguising yeah. Temecula. I was at the Kula. Uh, don't we have? I was to down at the Kula. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so when I go when I when I went up on stage, a cacophony of Big C. Oh. Like guys, <laughs> they chanted it. Wow. Why do people call you Big C? Because Matt. <laughs> Matt and Jonah started this bit where I pre- they were pretending like I was Elvis. And like oh, I, was, I, think, I think you made an Elvis voice. I made an Elvis voice. An Elvis I made voice. an Elvis voice, and Matt's like, "Yeah, whatever you say." And I threatened to fire him for some reason. He's like, "Whatever you say, Big C." And I was like, yeah. "No, that means cancer. You can't call me Big C." Oh yeah. And it instantly, wherever I go now, when people know the podcast, they're like, "What's up, Big C?" I'm like, "Come on, guys." 
It's cancer. It's yeah, your yeah, own yeah. fault. If you hadn't said that, yep. nobody would have called you that. I know. Oh, Good do you thing. remember? Th- Chris, do you remember the time you told me my last name sounded like part of the female anatomy? How about that? How about that? Two years later, people still remind me about that. I still what? contain My last name sounds like part of the vagina. I still contain I that hay slip sounds like, like a woman's like, oh, I tore my hay slip. Like, that sounds well, like a thing. Just past the labia. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just the right under the labia menorah. And all the, like, craziness that goes on. All <laughs> 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 the craziness. All of that just, It's too confusing. Once you get past the, the labia and the wizard that guards the... Yes, slip. and exactly. the riddle that you have to answer. I mean, let's be honest. There's parts of my vagina that I'm not even sure to if they find do, so. the clitoris. <laughs> Where is it? That Where? one's easy. It's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> that one's right in front. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's right out in front. It's, it's yeah. like it's like the wooden mermaid on the front of an old ship. Exactly. Like those are easy to find. Like, bam! Right there. Hi. Hey. Figurehead, Chris. What? It's figurehead. It is. It's figurehead. Oh, it is yeah. a figurehead. But then no, it's, there's the, it's the ship's clit. What is it? <laughs> the ship's clit. <laughs> That's amazing, and I really hope people back then called it the that. Hey, uh, <laughs> it's a fine ship clit. Hey, <laughs> it's a fine mermaid yeah. ye has for a ship clit. Yes. We should doctor repaint the ship clit. Yes. Did they call it a clitoris back then? When was, when was the word clitoris? The ship invented clit bringing fair water. Sensitive today. Mm. Do you think they had the cl- clitoris clitoris argument back then? I don't. I don't know. I, I yeah. think I think they probably didn't think enough of women to care about uh, whether yeah, or not there was. Yeah, women didn't have orgasms back then. <laughs> they did no. not. No. Accidentally. Oh, uh, simpler Yeah, maybe. Time, and then they were like, right, what the fuck's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, unless you're watching Game of Thrones, they have oh, them right. all the time. <laughs> not, not watching not Game watching of Thrones. Thrones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'll watch not watch. Yeah. I'm also thrilled because... Uh, Slippy and I went to dinner the other night. We, we, we have a we have a fairly regular sushi ritual that we like to do. <laughs> fairly regular by like once every four months. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And uh, <clears throat> we uh, then we're trying to figure out what to do afterwards. And she was like, what is the big deal about Doctor Who? And I'm like, you have Netflix. And I'm going to fucking show you. So we went right back to her apartment and, and watched. fucking showed me. I fucking showed her. Yeah. She and had I to showed, move all the clothes hanging off the TV. Off knock of those the out of the way. No, move that's the in my connect, bedroom. Move the pizza boxes <laughs> off the couch. Yep. Uh, and then showed her the first two episodes of the Eccleston uh, Doctors, yeah. and she was hooked. I'm hooked. I've and already f- watched ten episodes now. And I feel good. Yes. I don't, I don't know if I would have got, after two episodes, as hooked as if, if I, I didn't watch uh, Blink first. Oh, that's uh, what I've, everyone's told me, that I Blink did. is the episode yeah. that I, I can't wait to get to it. Um, but, I, you know, I'll be honest. The first two episodes, I was like, okay, it's good, but it's not a show that's making me go like, oh, I can't wait to watch but more. But then you get to Empty but Child. I had, I had faith in mm. Chris's opinion mm. of the show, so that's why when I have time, I now watch it. And yeah, then I just got to Empty Child last night, actually, and now I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, they, you know... Because the, that kid is creepy. The, fir- the first few episodes are sort of like just sort of playing around with the space a little bit. Right. And the first, the very first one does feel like a pilot. It feels yes. like it has the production value of a pilot. Right. And it's, you know. Well, I made Chris promise me that the uh, production value gets better as it goes on because some of those after, explosions are pretty after shitty. the living plastic. Yeah. No, it feels weird. It feels like uh, you're watching, uh, you know, Xena or Hercules. Yeah. You know? Yes. It's that Although, level. Although, what I really appreciate, at, pre- appreciate about it is um, I, I love British humor and I love the way that they throw shows together. Lots and of places have quick. an oath. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, that's the stuff I love. Then you'll love Tenant. Because Tennant's all about Tennant. Tennant? David Tennant is the tenth, the tenth oh, okay. Doctor. He's the one after Eccleston. I thought it was another episode I had to pay attention to. No. <laughs> Tennant plays the Doctor like a comic, sort of. Oh, really? And yeah. so he's, you know, he's kind of cartoony, uh, but but also also has the ability to like turn and right. get serious. Well, and, I actually yeah. really like Eccleston because he he's flawed. 
there are things like he has anger issues and 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 you can find fault he's a, in he's his a character. Much, he's a much know? angrier doctor. You know, the Eccleston's doctor has just come off the Time Wars. Yeah. yeah. And so he's he's, he's battle scarred. Yeah. He's, um, he's got some vengeance. He's got some vengeance. Uh, you know, Tennant has a fiery passion, mm-hmm. but he's not. I mean, like those first few episodes where he and Rose are just going at each other. Yeah. Like that's. That's pretty unique to the to the Eccleston era, and then and then when you get to well, then towards the end of Tennant's run, you see the you know a little bit of Eccleston come out. Like you see, yeah. a little he bit starts of anger. to crack. He starts to crack. Ooh. He starts to go a little crazy. And then I feel like cracks. Matt Smith has the anger again. It's well, he has it pretty it, much right off the back. Like he's like ah humans. Like he hates humans, but he's still protecting <laughs> so, them. So wait, which number Doctor am I on right nine. now? Nine. 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 You're number the nine. nine. You're the ninth doctor. Number nine. Number nine. nine. Number nine. Wow. So there were eight doctors in the 60s? Well, there were eight doctors beginning in 1963, oh. 61. There was television back then? Two. 60, 61, 62. <laughs> Do I hear 62? <laughs> that, that comment is going to be taken so out of context. Where is <laughs> so many assholes? Know. Yeah, no, it's, it, ran, it ran in the 60s and then again in the 70s and a little bit in the 80s and then a little, little bit in the 90s and then, and then picked up again in 2005. Got it. But Tom Baker is the classic doctor that everyone remembers with the scarf. Oh, yeah. That's what my mom used to watch. That was the, that was the one we got over here in the States on PBS. Yeah. yeah. PBS. Oh, my gosh. My mom watched so much PBS growing up. Well, when I was growing up, I mean. Masterpiece Theater. Masterpiece yeah. Theater. Yes. PBS is the reason the that um, that the uh, Monty Python became a hit in, in the states. I loved Monty Python. Yeah, they're the reason they were just they were playing them. Yes. And that's how everyone got like it's really. It's just into a flesh wound. It. Exactly. <laughs> Come back, I'll bite your kneecaps off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so you have a, an interesting. You have a comedy background in the sense that you love. You clearly love good comedy. If you're I watching think, Python yeah. on PBS, yes. Yeah. I didn't know any other girls when I was growing up that watched that stuff. That's because I'm awesome. I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Slip, I would have married you in grade school Aww. if I if I had known that. Unfortunately, maybe, maybe that's why my love life. Unfortunately, is so I would have been in high school, and so that would have been frowned upon. Really awkward. Uh, but uh, but what else did you like to watch when you were growing, growing up? Growing up, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and X Men. Heroes in a Half yeah. Shell. Turtle, Turtle Power. Power had a major crush on Michelangelo. Really, Michelangelo? Yes, yes loved him because he was a party so, dude. Yeah, but you know, now I worked with that. That was uh, that uh, that was my friend Rob who did the voice. Who for, did the voice? Yeah. Was he anything like Michelangelo? Um, <laughs> loved pizza. That's okay. Sold. Loved pizza, done. Yeah. Is Rob, he single? Rob, Rob Paulson. No, Rob Paulson's a little bit older than we are. But yeah. I worked with him on Barnyard, and he was he was one of the voices of the Animaniacs. Which one? He did. He was this one. No, no, that was. What? He was also the brain. I mean, he's also Yacko. Pinky. He was Pinky. He was Yakko and Pinky. And the brain. Yeah, so he was Pinky. Pinky and the brain. I actually own all of season one on DVD. So he Pinky was Pinky, and, and he was also yeah. Yakko. I think. Yeah. Wacko. Wacko. Yakko. Wacko. Oh right, the one to talk like Ringo. Ringo. He's yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. I own the Animaniacs album, and I can now sing all the, oh, the uh, all the states and their capitals. I demand that you do it. I have that on cassette. Oh boy. Um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, south of Helena, Montana, and there's Denver, Colorado, under Boise, Idaho. Texas has Austin, then we go north. No, that's not Massachusetts, right. Massachusetts, Boston, Boston Albany, Albany, New York, New York yeah. Tallahassee, Florida, and Washington, D.C., Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Nashville, Tennessee. Elvis used to hang out there a lot, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Awesome! That's great. Oh, my God. You you know, what? If you if you didn't hear that sound... It was the rumbling of 150,000 nerd boys uh, popping boners at the yes. same time. Yeah. I love that sound. 
<laughs> that sound came from the future. They're measuring it at Caltech right now. That's fantastic. That's what's going to cause the big earthquake out here in California. Don't let Alice. It's just like not yelling near an av- near snow to create an avalanche. Right. Don't let Allison sing the Capitol song. <laughs> California's tectonic plates couldn't take the simultaneous boner popping. Wow, <laughs> it's kind of amazing how you make grotesque things sound really scientific. It's a gift. I know. Yeah. I'm impressed by it. us this far. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, you got a TV show out of it. <laughs> my big one of my biggest influences is my is as Dana Gould, who is a comic who writes the most eloquent filth. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Eloquent filth. Eloquent filth. That should be the name of an album. Kind of. Wait, that was a little too precious sounding. Oh. Eloquent, eloquent filth. filth. Anytime you dub your own work as eloquent, people are like, eh, I want you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it sounds like, like it should have been the name of one of the albums on uh, Spinal Tap. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or a Nirvana song. Yes. Eloquent filth. Yep. Slash I just, rape uh, me. I was just... Uh, <laughs> Going through my albums, I just found my uh, my Break Like the Wind picture disc. It was Ooh. the second Spinal Tap album. I have that yes. on vinyl, and I also have the uh, original soundtrack on vinyl. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shark Sandwich. Simply just a two-word review. Shit Sandwich. Oh, I mean, how much that. more blacker could it get? The none answer's more none. Black. None more black. So what are you going to do now with when all of your album buying money is going to go buy some woman a new bumper? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sucks so bad. Uh, and then she just shows up in a neck brace. You're like, you weren't even in the car. Yeah. God damn it. It's just like a fucking corner corner of the fucking. I don't want to. So aggravating. Insurance. Give it the estimate. You know, here, but I'm, here's the thing. I don't want to do that. My car has two dents on it from people who hit it and did not leave any any information. Your so. snazzy new car? Yeah. Oh my, my snazzy God. new car. Yeah. I'm I have so a dent sorry. in the front uh, driver. No, front passenger side wheel, and I definitely have a nice big chunk that someone opened their door oh, into fuck. mine. Well, yeah. Park so open. close to me. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Yeah. How many times? How many times do you come back and you have the fucking screw indentations from someone's license plate? Oh yeah, was parallel parking and just boink, and they yep. fucking leave. I hate yeah. those people, and I I salute you that you that you yeah. are standing up like a man because so yeah. many people are pussies about it. Exactly, yeah. Matt. Pa- Paul Banana got into an accident this morning. He did. No. His brand new soul, Kia Soul, just a guy like scraped along the side of him. That guy has oh. bad luck with cars. Oh, that sucks. oh man. Yeah. Soul, he probably improved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, uh, Slippy, let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about Attack of the Show. Let's start with the name yes. Slippy. Hey, hey Slip. Slip. Hey Slip. But do you Slippy? Do you, is, is that something you were called? Yeah. Ever? Well, uh, I, I'd say in my later years, yes. As a child, no. People call me Slippers. Yeah. Slippers. Hey. Slippy. Yeah, because for, for a lot for a long time when we were hosting, people were saying hard slip, and then it became Team H when the uh, H team, the H team, because Blair, Blair Herter used to do the feed with us too. So this is a lot of fun. So Blair Herter is well, dating. it's because we used to call ourselves the B team, right? Because we weren't Kevin and, and Olivia, the and then they were like, "No, you're the H team." So Blair, so Blair Herter is is uh, dating Jessica Chobot, she, who, he who, is. who also is on the on the channel from yes, time to time. Lo- lovely girl, lovely girl. Well, her new show's coming out. Proving right, grounds. right, right. Yeah. So. I said to Blair, I was I was with the two executive producers, Vinny and Joshua, of Attack of the Show, and we ran into Blair, and I said, so you guys need your tabloid couple name, and I'm going to suggest Churter. Oh, gosh. And then Vinny, one of the EPs of Attack of the Show, goes, no, 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 no. You guys need to be Blowbot. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. So now, now we're trying to start them as, we're trying to start them as Blowbot, which uh, Blair says Jessica's not too keen on. Really? Blowbot. Well, that's just that's her nickname fantastic. anyway. So. I mean, come on now. <laughs> that's just bringing up bad Ladies memories from high school. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm, Blowbot. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> My last name's easy because you can just put 
slip on the end of whatever other syllable you want to add on there. That's true. Yeah. Hard slip. Hard slip. That's all I got. When <laughs> Kevin and I hosted, it was pear slip. Oh, pear slip sounds like a spice. Oh, yeah. We need to add more pear slip. Yes. There this. you go. What? That's a rare spice. We have to climb that mountain. <laughs> At least it doesn't climb sound like a mountain. part of someone's junk. That's true. Part of someone's gorgeously messy vagina. <laughs> um, gorgeously messy? It sounds like my bedroom. <laughs> so, <laughs> And a vagina. And a vagina. So tell me yes. about... Um, How's it been going since? I mean, you you know you haven't you haven't been on it you haven't been on attack as much as because of late I, because you've been working so you're right. not you're not going anywhere. No no no, I'm still doing all the like field field reports and the movie junkets and things like that. I'm actually just doing my job that I did when I was originally on the show, and then uh, as people left attack, I started taking over other jobs. But now I'm back to my original job of just being badass. Um, which I like. <laughs> so tell me, and we can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it. Do you uh, want to talk at all about like the the changing of the guard on the show, or do you not want to get into it? I mean, any we, of can, it? we can get into it. That's fine. Because yeah. I think there, there was, there was, there was initially. <clears throat> uh, let me just preface this by saying, Candace is doing a great job. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, there was a huge gap in between, you know, when Olivia was sort of still working on the show, and then when, and then when they announced they announced Candace. But I think, and honestly, there was some expectation that you might s- right. slide in there and take over hosting the show. Right, so. and I, I don't think anyone realized how much expectation there was until after the announcement was made and people were just kind of shocked that it wasn't me, right. you know, which I actually was incredibly touched by yeah. that so many people, you know, were, uh, that so many people were, just wanted me to take over the show. I, yeah. I didn't realize that there was that kind of support out there. Um, but obviously, like, I've gone on to, to take on The Voice, so it's, it's like, if I had taken over the show, I wouldn't be able to do this other opportunity. Right. So, I don't know. Things have all worked out. <laughs> and I think, you know, and th- like I told you at the time, and, and we've had weeks where we've hosted that show for a whole week. I know. We're exhausted it by the end of it. It's fucking hard. Like, it hosting really that show every day. Yeah. That is your whole day. It's just like throwing a show together, hosting it live, uh, and then you barely have enough energy to, dr- to drag yourself home. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I I remember like by the time we hit Thursday, it felt like at the end of the show, you and I were like, "Are we still funny? Like, does this even matter anymore?" You know? <laughs> what am I saying? I know it's like the prompter's still there, right? I don't have to make up. No, any there's jokes. no prompter. We make everything up off the top. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. We're just making it all up. That's why I say words wrong all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I'm you know I'm sure a part of you was like, "Ah, damn, come on." But you know, I I think you did a good job, and you and I think you you, you handled it really well, and 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 you know you're you've been very gracious to to Candace, who is awesome, She's who's fantastic, fantastic and, yeah, and has brought a whole new vibe, uh, a whole different different vibe to the show, and I think it's awesome that you still get to go out and do. I think yes. I think what you do. Is pr- is much more fun than having to stay and host a show all the time. Like you get to, tr- you're going to Tokyo. It and definitely is yeah. all over the place, and you have the freedom to to do all that stuff. And I think that's cool, right? And that's and that's what it's uh, that's what attracted me to this job and this network in the first place was doing all that awesome fun stuff like out of the office, out of the studio. Uh, you know, I, and and thankfully I get to still be a part of American Ninja Warrior, which is probably my favorite show I've ever. Did you run the on. course? Not this year. I ran the course the first season of American Ninja Warrior, which was a much easier course, and I successfully got past the quad steps, although I think there were five of them God, then. I'm so. so curious to try it, but then I heard like... Oh my gosh, did you hear about the woman who broke her ankle? Oh. oh what? Oh, 
a woman in our business affairs department. I know. <laughs> I hope I can talk about this since we're in mm. the building. She uh, tested the course the day before the competition and hit the first step and just fell right in the water. And if you were watching, I wasn't there, but someone had a video of it. Yeah. If you're watching it, you don't. You just think she fell off the step. She apparently lifted her leg out of the water, and her ankle had snapped in half, and her bone was sticking. Oh. Now, okay, so my, no fir- my first question is, why is that on a web soup? My second question yeah. is, yeah. did she... <laughs> she's business affairs. She's business affairs. So she can't really. She, she tried it. She can't really sue anyone. No, because you, you had to sign a waiver before you got on there. Why did I create this waiver? Yeah, to yeah, sign? Exactly. Oh, this is my fault. <laughs> Ross, exactly. Ross Beely, who produces yes. on G4, he went through it too, and I think he uh, he hurt his leg. Now oh, Ross, Ross Beely is the guy who does the fucking Sparta workout, and yes, yes. he's ripped Cross- like a CrossFit, like yeah. whenever, P90X, whenever, and all whenever we had someone. Paint, whenever we painted someone blue to be well, Dr. Like Manhattan whenever, on the show, whenever it was someone Ross. had yeah. to be shirtless on the yeah. show, period. And, it and was Ross. Ross has like a 14 pack. Yes. Yeah. And he's always the first to uh, uh, volunteer for any of that stuff. Oh, completely. Style. And if you actually go to the American Ninja Warrior website, which I think is g4tv.com slash ANW, Ross is half the pictures on, like, he's the graphics yeah. on the site. It's so not if, actual if competitors. Ross, if Ross, Ross had a tough yeah. time, then I feel like, and you know, I. I'm going to I'm going to throw it out there. I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think I would do that well on You're the ninja work. You're pretty good shape for a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> oh, Matthew, that's adorable. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jonah, he's not going to do well on the course. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah, yeah. why would you You would not that? make it past the quad steps. All right. The quad steps were super hard this year, too. Yeah, bring it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about quad steps. Yeah. I'll walk over them. Ross B- Ross Beely's navel has abs of their yeah. own, but he's, he a, he's like a, he's more muscular than athletic. I would say, you know, he's kind you of he's like pretty he's athletic a, to get that muscle. Yeah, be like, because he's he's skinny muscular. He's not, he's not like Karato. Exactly. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not. He's, he's not, not like a fucking bodybuilder. He's just yeah. ripped. Yeah. Guys, I yeah. could probably pull a bus with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Someone made te- well. We should talk about this in the hospital. A guy made some really awesome Team Matt and Team Jonah shirts. Yeah. Really? Yes. I feel bad because there was that one guy that had the idea and then another guy came and fucking improved on it. And did it? Yeah, got a, did a good job. Uh, hey, it's like when Mercedes invented the car and then Ford was like, I'm going to build an assembly line. That's yeah. like when black people invented rock and roll and Pat Boone was like, thank you, yoink. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Team Hayslip for a while. It might still be there. I'm sure it is there. Yeah. It's always there in it's our hearts. Uh, team Hayslip. What was it that you said a minute ago? Oh, that I said that I was getting Invisalign in a couple weeks. We oh, were you talking are? about dental hygiene, yeah. Okay, you, I want you to tell me how that is, because I'm okay. starting to feel like, eh, I could probably use a little tooth straightening. Yeah, really? well, you know what's funny is... Here's I, why. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off, go. Allison. I just want to answer Matt's question really fast. Because it's not bad now, but in 30 years, it's going to be like... Yes. It's going to be like a fucking craggy Scottish... Uh, uh, Craig, Craig. Thank you. Craggity, Craig, Craig. <laughs> exactly. That's Craig, what I, said. I I blew my load saying Craig first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to build um, up. It's gonna my, make the aggro Craig. Yes. Guts. Yes. My my bottom teeth have shifted. Like my my teeth are in a totally different position than they were a year ago. And I'm like, fuck. If they're moving this quickly now, like, what are they gonna be like in a couple years? So I'm really getting Invisalign to just prevent it from getting worse. But I tweeted about it, and people flipped out at me. They were like, you don't need to change anything about yourself. You're perfect. You have the best smile. Don't ruin. I'm like, I'm not ruining. 
ruining my smile. I'm just preventing it from getting worse. Hashtag you know? humble brag. That was a little bit of a humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean it to be, but all it was true. Hey, don't worry, so I do it all the cringe. fucking time. I, I do it all the time. I, yeah. ac- I accidentally humble brag. Humble brag. Humble brag. Well, I, you know, I was actually shocked because kind of cute when you do it though. Sh- is it? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, humble brag. After that, I <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> uh, I got a tweet from some guy being like, "I can't believe Allison Hayslip got a nose job," and I was like. What? <laughs> First off, when would I have time to do that? And why would I get in my nose to look like this? Between Klondike uh, bars? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I actually retweeted that one out and was like, nope, this is the nose I was born with. And, and <laughs> that started a whole other conversation. But someone from someone who I went to college with tweeted me back and he was like, I'm pretty sure you've known you've made it when people start thinking you've gotten erroneous plastic surgery. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's right. That's my marker for being famous. You know, people to me are always like, did you get pec implants? Because you look fucking ripped. That's never happened. No, I don't think so. That's, that's, that's never happened. It's actually never happened. Hey, Chris. <laughs> don't say it, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to know. I really want Why don't you lift up your Dalek shirt? Because that's totally what you're wearing right now. <laughs> I am wearing an iDalek London shirt. Allison called me scrawny once. Really? He was so upset with me. Chris gets really upset with me sometimes. Guy. You're a small guy. Scrawny is a horrible word. Ah, it's not. I mean, you know scrappy. What else? You're scrappy. Exactly. Scrappy, I like. Yeah. You know what else Chris gets upset with me for? Uh, upset for, yeah, upset, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we were hosting the show together one day, and right before we went live, I good gamed him, smacked him on the ass, and was like, good show. He got so pissed at me. He was so upset with me. Like, we were in a fight for the first half of the show. On live TV, even though no one knew it. Chris because has, apparently uh, he hates people smacking his ass. You ever see 3 o'clock high? Who I don't like, like being that? touched. No, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't, he has boundaries. He doesn't know, like being touched. But still. Oh, that's the thing you and Mike Furman have in common. You don't like people being really near you. Actually, that's I don't, a, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind touching people like when I'm at shows. If you you come touch at shows, people all the time. I will, I will hug people. When you initiate. So when your friend who you've known for years and years and years smacks you on the ass, that, that pisses you off. Yeah, I don't know what to Never say. It was really upsetting. It. It's, well, it's I, I honestly him, was it's like just something deep inside that, like you know, you awoke it. I know. I, I sort of thought that I lost his friendship for a moment there. You know, if we'd been having sex, it would have been in a different thing. But we <laughs> yeah. were hosting a show, and it was just was not. It was nope. it was weird. It was yeah. weird. And but then if I had done it to you, instantly fired. Right? No, because what everyone knocks on me here. Come on, <laughs> I'm like the butt of every joke at G4. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so slapper. Yeah. No. So bring slapper. it. Don't. <laughs> don't people you don't want to you don't want to put that out in the world she told me to hit her like yeah. oh my god you guys no, she was asking for it yeah right um, no, no means no no means no <laughs> well you know I, I you you did turn me on to one of my temporary addictions for a while which was Peggle fucking oh Peggle oh my gosh I forgot I did that to you yeah. yes it was amazing yeah I mean it was better on the iPad than on the iPhone well I played it on Xbox Live yeah I just I couldn't bring my Xbox on planes that's true that's true. You know, uh, Kevin you Pereira and I play. went to London together in 2009 to host the Barclay Card World Free Running Championship. Yep. We sat next to each other on the plane and played Peggle for like half the plane ride out there. Wow. It was amazing. It's the best game. What did you do it's, for the other five hours? What? What did you do for the other five hours? Slept, watched night? movies. You know, all that stuff you do on planes. All the stuff you do on planes for when you're on planes for 12 hours. It's almost yeah. as if she left that part out because it was very uninteresting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I just find it Boring. fascinating that people can sit on a plane and not take free Vicodin and just sleep. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> poor Matthew. Poor adorable Matthew. Oh, I like it's good. <laughs> How many miles are you walking every day now? Uh, between six and nine. Depends on really? the Really? 
Are you hiking Runyon Canyon? No. Oh, you should be. That's I what I do. My back would enjoy that. Really? No. Man, it's a bad back. Hey, Bay, you run marathons? Hmm, funny. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Are you running marathons? No, of course not. No. I, I, I don't care yeah, if I'm in the best shape of my life. I never want to run a marathon. I, uh, I think oh. this week I'll hit the twos. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Dude. Is this like our own biggest loser? It's kind of like it. I've lost 72 pounds. That's amazing. Since, uh, Just in the in three and a half February, months. Since February. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Good for you. My bad back. That's what I think. Well, it's because you because of your diet and your bad back. Yeah. Matt has a back where he can't sit down. He constantly has to be on his feet moving, so it oh, forces wow. him to walk everywhere. Well, that helps. And so in addition in addition to sticking to uh, a healthy diet, which he has done. Right. Just you know, it's weird, guys. When you exercise and eat better, it's uh, almost I like Yeah. I don't understand. Yep. So uh so that's why that's why he looks fucking good. That that's why that's why I don't mind making uh like Matt's gonna eat the food truck jokes now because he's not that guy anymore. <laughs> right, it's weird right, right, right. It still hurts. No. Oh. Mm. Just no, a little. it doesn't. I think it does. It does I think that was bit. an honest look on his really? face. Oh yeah. Matthew. Okay. Whatever. That's adorable. Wait, I told the open mic because <laughs> this guy had gone up and talked about his parents being like real Whole Foods parents or whatever. And I went up and I was like, my parents were not Whole Foods parents at all. They would not have anything organic. And then I told the story about how when I was six years old, I was eating a bunch of cake at a birthday party. And my aunt was like, why are you eating all that cake? And I said to my aunt, if I don't, I'll die. Oh, <laughs> oh I feel wow. terrible. That oh. sucks. It's true, though. Right? It's if true. Yeah, yeah. If you hadn't Let's just that remember cake. that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember that. Eat the cake. Eat the cake. Let's just fucking for a second. The cake's a lie. <laughs> the cake is a lie. The cake is a demon. Holy if crap, you do Portal not 2, it. one of the best video games I've ever played in my life. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I even downloaded, you can download the first Portal on Xbox Live now. Beat it in four hours. I just sat down, four hour stretch. Bam, done. Love it. What else yeah. are you playing? Um, That's about it right now because uh because I'm so busy. But yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're not playing, playing any uh, La Nori. No, Lavnori. No, I didn't pick that up because that's a game that like you have to dedicate a good amount of time to, and I just don't have that time in my life. Yeah. Like God, Portal- those, those sandbox games are so fucking exactly. time consuming. Exactly. Yeah, I can't, I can't handle those. It's not those a sandbox. Noir? No, it's not a sandbox. It has. It can be. But- cases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but you can do they're, anything. They're super time consuming. Drive around. Like you Portal, you could turn on, beat one anybody. level, and then turn the game off. That's and what I need satisfied. more of in yeah. video games. Yeah, yeah That's exactly. What I do with Ellie Noir, you do? I do a case and then I'm done. <laughs> I do say it like done. you're a cop. Yeah. I just do a case and then I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I do a case. I put the badge down. I'm out of there. Yeah. Do a case and I'm out of there. Go to Bergen's. Do you live by Bergen's? I live near Bergen's. I live near Bergen's too. We should go to Bergen's. We're neighbors. What? Actually, I probably shouldn't have said that because now people are going to know near where I live. I'll cut it out. (laughs) Near. (laughs) People are going to find my local watering hole. Just say that you live near where Biggie got killed. Biggie got killed near Bergen's? Biggie got killed at Wilshire. Right near the auto museum. Outside of P. He was leaving. He was leaving the Source Awards after party. Who doesn't um, leave the Source Awards after party? Uh, um, at I don't the even Peterson know what the Source Awards are. Source is a magazine <laughs> for hip hoppers and soul music. Hip hoppers. If the awards no. are to, or if the awards for the Source are any indication, it is a murder magazine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because people always, uh, this is like, those one of the biggest jokes for so many years. Like, who's going to get stabbed or shot at the Source Awards? That's always a bad thing. So that's what happened. That's where it all went down. A lot of posse's clash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't roll with a posse because it's like I can't control my posse. It's yeah. like, guys, come not, on. You're like posse. these murderous electrons who spin around me and you're going to. Murderous gonna, electrons. Yeah, right? And you're the, the nucleus. I'm the nucleus. Okay, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm the nucleus. Um, but uh, so you're, you're playing Portal 2, but you're not really have time to play in that because you're flashing your V. Flashing my V. What's this? How much longer are you going to be working on the voice for this season? Uh, we are live through June 29th. That's our last show wow. for this season. And then the second season starts up in January. So I'm assuming I start working again probably in like September or October. That's uh, a nice, that's a nice. Go to the yeah. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, then you'll come back and you'll get to fuck around on G4 yeah. for a handful of yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's It'll be nice. I'll be at Comic-Con. Can't wait. Me too. I know. Comic-Con's going to be the best. I'm very excited. We've had many, we've had a lot of fun at Comic-Cons in, in, we have. in, in years past. We have. Oh, that's another time you got really upset with me. I tried to read his joke book. He well, that, a, is, that is very... You can't do that. No. Going through a comics no, comedy notebook yeah. would almost be like... Reading your diary? Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. like reading your diary. I think I earned that one. I, I mean, I think I earned you being upset with me yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah. Or if I was like, let me just take your underwear off. And you were like, why what? are you doing this? Like, because you're... Uh, a, a comics notebook is there's a lot of weirdly personal yeah. stuff in there that doesn't make sense to anyone else, right. and so you just look crazy. No, oh, you yeah. would just well, you we would just look crazy. crazy. I know that, but then brilliantly crazy. <laughs> but then a lot of it and scrappy and scrappy and scrappy, <laughs> but not scrawny. No, no, never bi- scrawny. It's, it's big C. You Why guys. did I say you were scrawny? Now I don't even remember. I don't know. I don't know. That makes I don't no know. sense. Why would I just randomly be like you're scrawny? No, you're probably looking. That's at exactly how you did it. Because <laughs> I'm so mean. <laughs> The intonation came back. Like, oh. Yeah. That's because I'm from Jersey. Sometimes we just have a mean streak. I know you're from Jersey yeah. because of the way you say buttons. 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 And water. Buttons. Buttons. <laughs> what, what was the word I screwed up on the feed? Oh, Bono. What'd you say? You were there for that. When I, I said Bono instead of Bono, like uh, the dude from U2, and I didn't even uh, realize I had said it wrong. That's okay. When Olivia started on Attack of the Show, she, she said, said Mick, Mick Hammer, Hammer yeah. instead of MC Hammer. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that Irish songster? Ah, uh, yes. Mick Hammer. Mick Hammer. Yeah. Don't touch this. Don't, you can't touch this. You can't touch it. You can't touch this. I'm just too legit to quit. And then bagpipes come in. Hands are like a parachute. Wait, are bagpipes Scottish? Those are Scottish. Whatever. Thank you about the Adams family. What? They do what they want. They do, do. What they say what they want to say. Yeah. Live how they want to live. Play dance how they how want, they want to, play. to dance. I actually Kick just recently slap a friend. Hi. I recently walked a red carpet uh, for the Thor premiere behind MC Hammer's family. His entire family walked the red carpet in front of me. He still brings a huge posse with him wherever he goes, huh? That's what I got mean, him in his trouble. Fa- like his kids and everything. His family, yeah. Oh, you're friends with Chris Hemsworth, who played Thor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. When you're like, my friend just got cast to play Thor. And everyone's like, who the fuck's that? And now he was like on every billboard He's in Los Kirk's Angeles. Dad. Yeah, he was Kirk's dad in, mm-hmm. in Star Trek. Yep. But actually, going back to my uh, London trip, when Kevin and I flew out to London together, on the way back, I was in Heathrow, um, and I'm walking down one of the hallways, and Chris Hemsworth is walking the other way, and we looked at each other, and we're like, why are we running into each other in Heathrow Airport, you know? And it turns out he had been flown to London for like 48 hours to rehearse with uh, Sir Kenneth Branagh and Natalie Portman on their new script rewrite. So he was flying back to L.A., and I was like, oh, where's your seat? We were sat right next to each other That's awesome. on the plane. I know. It was so That's weird. Great. Yeah, so we got to catch up on that whole flight home. Oh, that, oh yeah. boy. Well, it's at least it's good that you like the person because sometimes you see people and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, what are you? And now oh. I'm stuck next to you on a plane. No, he's yeah. great. He's he's a really sweet dude. Did he have to check the hammer or was that carry on? 
I think they allowed that carry on. Really? That's fine. It's not. It's technically not a sharp object. Well, well I don't understand why he was on a plane. Why wouldn't you just use the hammer He'd and fly back home? Fly back home. I know that's true. You know why? Because he wasn't that size yet. Question. Because he worked out so much to become that. Why size. wouldn't you just hop on the Rainbow Bridge and then just have it plant him right. back down in L.A.? That would make sense, right? The flute, because he probably would have to go all the way back to uh, as Asgard. Is that what it is? Asgardia? I'm almost thinking these Sorry. events didn't actually happen. <laughs> when you say Rainbow Bridge, I can only think of the band that Jimmy Pardo was in when he was in middle school. Rainbow Bridge. Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of uh, Super Mario World. There was a uh, cartoon that had a rainbow, like Punky Brewster or something like that. Or My Little Pony. Uh, Maybe that was it. Or the Gary Coleman show. Thinking of uh, Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. No, there was there was a girl who had a pet magical teddy bear and like sounds like Care Bears. Shit, I'm just confusing. I think yeah. Well, Care Bears, they're cloud cars. Their cloud cars would have a rainbow. A rainbow trail. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. How how have you managed to uh, how have you managed to be girly but like dude stuff at the same time? And I don't mean dude stuff. Like I don't mean to sound sexist, but I just mean. That, like video games and sports. Like and video all that games crap. and cars and sports you know, and honestly, I just think it's, you know, from from growing up, um, I just tended to hang out with my dad a lot. And I just like doing stuff that my dad liked to do. Your parents are nice. Yeah, they're you've met them. I have they're met them. They're pretty your parents. fantastic. Although I've not you know, one time I was in New York and you invited me over for a tuna casserole and I was not able to go. Oh, that's right. Tuna, it was tuna casserole. That's yeah. really funny. Like, my, mom makes, making, my mom makes really good tuna casserole. She's making pretty sweet tuna casserole. And now you won't be able to. My parents moved to South Carolina. God damn it. I know. I know. It's very sad. I'm no, New Jersey is technically no longer my home base. That may not really be the worst sad. thing in the world. It's a weird hey. feeling when that hey. happens. I know. Yeah. Hey. They, hey. Like, hey. The house I grew up in. Not they sold it? Anymore. They haven't sold it yet. It's just empty. Are you going to go back there and claim it? I want to. If anyone wants to buy a house in Tewksbury, New Jersey, it's empty and ready for, for moving in. You should buy it with some of those sweet voice dollars. Yeah, right. And just have it for your East Coast palace. <laughs> I know. I so I can just go home to, to the uh, middle of nowhere, New Jersey, whenever I want. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, your delightful, sheltered environment of New Jersey, just yeah. get away from it all. I never, yeah. I never knew there was another Tewksbury. I grew up next to Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Well, we call it Tewksbury, not yeah, Tewksbury. Well, Tewksbury yeah. I once, I remember I was so traumatized as a child, I was wearing a Tewksbury a sweatshirt in Disney World and some guy stopped me and he was like Tewksbury, Massachusetts and I was like yeah and then I walked away and I was like wait no I'm from New Jersey and like the whole rest of the day was my my head was fucked up because I lied to some dude and said I was from Tewksbury, Massachusetts. <laughs> you better make that right. I know yeah. right? Dude I still remember the time I was 13 and went to the movie theater and said I was 12 to get in at the kids price and I the person behind the glass knew I was lying or I, at least I think they knew I was lying. I mean I could enjoy it was cool running because that was a movie I was going to see couldn't enjoy the movie because I was I hated that I had lied to this sure, person. Did you go back out and, and pay an extra dollar? I, I have wanted to. Don't like this is something that still haunts me. I'm still like I should go back and like pay full price for that ticket. <laughs> ah, I like it. I like it. There's a little bit of OCD in you, which is I think it's just my like crazy moral system. I've tried. I've tried the s- similar thing. I tried to get into a movie as a, at a kid's price, and right. then right after that, I wanted to go see a rated R movie. So I had to say I was older to get oh, into wow. the rated R movie. It was good. Why would you pay? What? Yeah, why wouldn't no, you No, it was a different theater. theater. There was two oh. theaters right next to each other. And you want know to know what the movies were? Casper with Christina Ricci. Yeah. And Devin Sawa. Yes. That was rated R? For the uh, no, no. That, and that then, was the kid movie. And then I went to the other theater to go watch Tales from the Hood. Ooh. That was a great no, double feature. I, I kind of like R-rated Casper, though. R-rated Casper? Yeah, Where I like that Christina too. Ricci is just telling off and Casper is just like, he's 
he's having he's sex with her from behind, and she's like, I have this weird reverse fart feeling, and or she doesn't really, really understand uh, why. He really looks like a dead boy. He looks like a dead boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, we could have so much fun if we made Casper a little more... Like if we if we threw Robert Kirkman at Casper, <laughs> like we could do, we could we could have some fun. Let's just just do a Casper Black Snake Moan trailer mashup. Yes. <laughs> Someone's gonna do that now. Yeah, That's they should. Happening. I request these things all the time and I never see them. That's because Chris has to request them. Black snakes on a plane moan. Black snakes on a plane moan. Like black snakes on what? That's not the right movie. Black snake moan. Snakes on a plane. We got we got. Yeah, get but we're your talking mother. about Casper, dude. Well, then put a fucking ghost in it. All right. <laughs> put a put a ghost on it. Put a put a ghost <laughs> put a, on put it. A bird on it. Put a bird put, on it. Put a, put a ghost on it. So what's next? What's next for you, dear, dear Allison Hayslip? Uh, I have like twelve thousand weddings to go to, so I don't have a next. I, I, all I, your work, friends. I work and then I go to weddings. All your fucking friends are getting married. I know, right? What the fuck? This is the time of their lives <laughs> when they're supposed to be starting to get divorced. <laughs> or are these second marriages? Sadly, some of them are on that as well. All right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's having babies. What did all your friends go off and do? Not this. <laughs> did, they, did they stay in Jersey? Uh, no, a lot of my friends. Um, I have a couple who stayed in Jersey, but a lot, a lot of people who I grew up with moved to New York because it's a super close city and we all, mm-hmm. you know, we know it very well. Uh, I have some friends who are up in San Francisco. Um, most people went off to do like big business type stuff. Like I have a friend who works for Google and people who work for big fancy law firms. And I'm like, I'm an actor in LA. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> do you, but you, do you like? I I know that uh, acting was the thing you set out to do. Yeah. It just turns out you happen to be good at hosting stuff. Yeah, but I'm still acting as well. When I uh, with all my free time, you know. But yeah. Yeah. I I try to I try to fit in at least one like good sized project a year. So I'm still doing that. What's it gonna be this year? I don't know. I don't know yet. The Untitled um, Alison Hazel Project. Yeah, exactly. I should have a movie hopefully being released this year. A movie I shot last year. Called Division Three. What? 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 It's a movie I shot with Andy Dick. I think I told you about this. Oh right. Yeah, it was. A, it's a football comedy movie. Um, do you know Andy? I do. Uh, my question is, who was his wrangler? <laughs> Actually, it was our. It was our director because they're very good friends. Okay. Um, and Andy was a delight to work with. He's a sweetheart. He, he was. He, he was fantastic. Very funny. Yeah. I mean, and really commits like. Mm-hmm. We had scenes where he had like he had to do all this crazy physical stuff, and he was literally like nauseous by the end of it because he put so much into it. Yeah. Um, but also a really giving actor too. But um, it's like trying to hold on to a dolphin. Yeah, I mean the the man definitely has his demons for sure. I let me tell you, like I worked with him that that whole movie, and I was like, he's fantastic. And then I got to the rap party, and yeah. I was like. Oh, this is the guy who's in the news. I don't all think the time. Andy Dick has demons as much as demons have Andy Dick. Uh, <laughs> but when working, <laughs> he's fucking on. He's on, and he's like legit. Yeah, exactly. But any other time, yep, he's uh, he's off. Yeah, yeah. So what uh, what what are you doing here today at the uh, at the building? Are you doing anything for I'm attack just doing today? This. Oh, you came here just to do the podcast? Yeah, that's so sweet. Because it's been a year and a half since you said I could be on this. Whoa, thing. Whoa, look at <laughs> the time! Would you rather be on now when we have the most listeners ever, or before yes, or when before, we had pretty right. much the same amount of uh, listeners? I, I actually asked Chris. <laughs> I actually asked Chris last week. I was like, "So wait, did I just get screwed by coming on the podcast the week after it gets announced that it's becoming a TV show? Like, do, do I not get to be on the TV show now?" Yeah, everyone, no, everyone cried sellout and left. Uh, <laughs> a three-year moratorium. We can't be on for three years. And yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's how it it's works. like the price is right. Well, no. Now we have to see if the TV show gets picked up. We shoot the TV that's show, true. and then you know they'll air the pot. They'll air it, and then we'll see if we can we can get yeah, it. There's a blowbot. Blowbot just walked by. Just walked by. Blowbot. Well, you know, it's. I think it's unfair to refer to her singularly as Blowbot. It has to be both no, of them. No, it was them. both of them. Oh, both of them? Oh, was, they, were, they were holding Damn. hands and looking adorable. And then a Blowbot walked by afterwards. Very clunky, but very humanistic. Yeah, very. right? <laughs> Must blow things. Blah. <laughs>
Vicky, no! <laughs> uh, what? I'm just thinking of Vicky Lawson doing that. It's horrible. Girl. No, like no, she 10. was a robot. She couldn't feel things. All right. Mm, that's what made that's it so why good. He, that's why he built her <laughs> for his clearly gay son. He was like, well, I just want to see. And then when nothing happened between the two, he's like, all right, you know, son, I support your lifestyle, but now I just have this robot and I don't want it to go to waste. <laughs> so. Let's make her clean shit. <laughs> uh, hey, Slip, I adore you. And I adore I'm you. So happy that you finally get to come on the podcast. I know. And You'll have to come back on because I'm 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 so eager to see. It's such an exciting time for your career. I mean, you have this, you know, you have this one job that you love, and you have this other thing that's popping, and it'll yeah. just be really interesting to see. Like the next couple of years from you for you will be a lot of fun, right. I think. So hopefully, you're yeah. a happy person. You you enjoy all this stuff. I totally do. I'd actually love to put together my own show at some point, like something that I can kind of front run and have some sort of creative input on and things like that. Cleaning <laughs> yes. up the house with Does that ever happen? Uh, yeah, but I think, you know, I, I love coming on and doing stuff like this, like your podcast or, or just sitting down and chatting with people. And I think uh, I'd like to put my own spin on that at some point. So. Sewing buttons with Sewing Allison. Buttons. <laughs> Sewing buttons. With underwater. <laughs> sewing buttons under sewing water. buttons underwater. Water, no what? water. Water, water, yeah. Water, 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 w- water. Water. How would you spell that? W U D E R. Okay, water. Water. <laughs> water. Water button. W- water buttons. Water buttons. All right. Yeah. Keeping it alive for the East Coast. You are at Allison Hayslip on Twitter. I am that. I believe there is also an at Allison Hayslip web portal as well. There is a dot com, correct? AllisonHayslip.com. Where people can see. Yes. Sexy. I have a very fancy Fuck, you just intro. did a Maxim shoot. I did just do a Maxim shoot. How was that? It was sexy and scandalous. Do people see your vag? <laughs> no. Oh. People don't see anyone's vag in Maxim. They're actually not even allowed to show your ass. There was one... Uh, one getup I had that was a thong. Get yeah, getup. There was a thong, and the photographer was not allowed to shoot me from the back because they were like, Maxim will not show an ass. You can't call that a getup. A getup is like a funny jumpsuit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this was a sexy jumpsuit. That's jump when you yeah. get dressed up like a crash test yeah, dummy. Like, hey, what's up with that getup? Yeah. <laughs> if you. <laughs> If your girlfriend comes out the first time you're going to the beach for the summer and yeah. she's in a thong, you're like, hey, nice getup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She will not be your girlfriend anymore. No, yeah, yeah. no. She but will yeah. marry you just to divorce you. That's it what was, she was uh, doing. Just to get happy. <laughs> just to do it. It was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I don't, I don't know when the pictures are coming. I've heard September, but like honestly, I have no idea. I think they kind of hold this stuff until they know where to put it. Can so. we start calling you Miss September? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, totally. It's a lot better than Slippy. <laughs> do you have do you have a concept in your mind that you're like a uh, smoking hot sex symbol, or do you are you still like um, do you still have a young dude's brain? Oh, I totally have a young dude's brain. It's honestly, it's more from working on Attack of the Show and getting the kind of adoration that the fans have given me that it made me go, oh, I, I guess I'm kind of. I mean, hot, you ever just look you know? down? Do you ever just look down at your boobs sometime and go, oh yeah, and then you start mashing them? I do totally. Yeah, me too. What mashing my boobs? I've always had my boobs. I guess it's not like true. they just appeared and I'm like, oh, cool. Boobs. <laughs> not like not like a brain switch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, you you could live in my body for just one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Wait, got it so good. There's another one coming out that's like that. The the, the, the vice switch. Versa? No, 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 no. It's no, there is a J- vice versa. Jason type. Bateman yes. and uh, who's the other guy? And uh, is it Ryan? Ryan Reynolds? Reynolds? Yeah. Is it Ryan Reynolds? Yes, the it is Ryan up, Reynolds. The change up. That's what it's called. It's a brain switch wow. comedy. The where they yep. li- it's literally that moment where they're oh, God they're damn pissing it. in a fountain together and they go and a storm approaches. Life. I don't yeah. know what it is. Lightning is always and fucking they have involved. Have a magic amulet and they take the magic potion. And, and they, they switch brains. Amulet. Oh. 
<laughs> or, like, or an omelet. Yeah. A magic yeah. omelet. Very good. It's got feta. An, an, an omelet is spinach. where you get at Ren Fair. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where you, that's your breakfast omelet, at Ren Fair yeah, is an exactly. omelet. Yeah. Uh, all right, Allison Hayes, thank you for coming on uh, and, and enduring our mild harassment. Uh, oh, I'm used to it. I work at G4. <laughs> that's right. You did call me scrawny once. So. <laughs> I did. I earned and you, it. And you smacked me on the ass really okay. hard one time. I deserve so, this. Yeah. So it was all right. <laughs> okay, good. It was really nice to, you know, to be here. Do you want to tell everyone to enjoy your, their burrito? That's what we tell people on the show. Oh, please enjoy your burrito. Oh, nice. nice. I liked it. Sassy. Good read. Sass. Yeah. Good read. Endless yeah, burrito. Go enjoy your script. Read through. Avocado garden. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Avocado Garden. When you're here, you're a family. Hey. You sound like Mario. Hey, Mario. It's me, Mario. It's me, Mario. I'd go to Avocado Garden. I totally would too. Yeah, love avocado. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.